0: Welcome to Relate with Miss Lisa and Ruben. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Miss Lisa and Mr. Ruben. Alrighty then, let's just do it. Take a listen to episode 8 of season 5. We're calling it Choose Joy. Listen to this relatable, transparent segment of Miss Lisa and Ruben. But he did say that he'd be there with us through the all So just because you're having a trial and tribulation somewhere does not mean, uh, and you need to jump ship and go somewhere else.
1: Wait and pray for what we should do,
0: and trust him
1: because he will really bring you through. So, it's an important word, that Miss Lucy.
0: It is, and I think it's you know, it's only when you have that relationship with the Lord that you can hear His voice clearly, because He says, "My sheep will know My voice." My voice, because we are, we are bombarded with voices all day long. If you truly don't have that relationship, you won't hear His voice, and so then that voice that you decide to follow could be the wrong voice. So, and it's just like you know, just like the relationships that we talk about. You know, that John three sixteen that says, "I stand at the door and knock." So the Lord is waiting for us all to accept that to open the door and accept His invitation. Go answer the door. You know, the greatest invitation that we could ever hope to receive. Yeah, go and ahead. he's standing there, we don't have to get dressed We don't have to all make makeup, we don't have to try to clean ourselves up We don't have to become a better person Before we accept his invitation Because he will accept us just as we are And I think sometimes people get that You okay. know Je- Jehovah knows everything we have done Everything we will do, everything we are currently doing Because there is nothing hidden from him We might think that we're doing something And he can't see it But that's not true
1: He knows it before we do it but
0: Exactly, he does so, again, he's just standing there uh, waiting for us to accept his invitation to come into our life, to recognize him as our Savior, our Lord, our God, and King. And then he will take all of those burdens that we have, no matter what they are, financial burdens, relationship burdens, you know, job burdens, whatever burden, health burdens, whatever burden you have. He just laid them down at his feet, and then he will bear those burdens for us. So we don't have to live a stress life. We can choose to live the blessed life. So, you know, I I went to see my first patient, and when I came out to my car, I was just thinking to myself, you know, I have joy. I have joy this morning. And my joy is not because of uh, I have joy despite the problem that I have in my life currently. I still have that joy because my joy is in the Lord. And you have to choose to be happy. Yes. I know a lot of people are looking for that mate, that partner, that spouse, that boyfriend that will make them happy. And the sad truth is, there's not a person on this earth that can make you happy. True that. So you have to choose to be happy. So I can choose to be happy despite everything else that's going on. I can choose to wake up and say, I'm going to have a good day. Now, if I am having some issues and problems, I can start that day out by saying, Lord, you know, I got this financial problem. I got this relationship problem. You know, I got this health problem. And I am just going to give that all to you and stand on your word that says, you will fight my battle. You will supply my need. You will heal me. You will be my banner. You are my righteousness. And I can walk out the door not having all those burdens on my shoulders <laughs> and just trust that because he is Jehovah and he is not a man that he can lie. He is the only one that is truly faithful and will do what he said he will do.
1: that no other power can do.
0: So I can start my day that way. I can live my life that way. And no matter what I'm looking for, I can let that request be made known to God.
1: Yes. You said it make your request. known.
0: But it all starts with that relationship. You know, just like you work to establish a relationship with a person as a potential mate, boyfriend, husband, we have to work to establish our relationship with God. And the first is accepting his invitation, allowing him to be the Lord of our life. And the second is prayer. It is through prayer, reading his word, understanding his word. And, you know, something else I was thinking of this morning is reflecting on the conversations we had last night was that a lot of people can speak the word of God. But how many people are actually allowing the word of God to take into their lives? Huh. And that's where the relationship comes.
1: Well that's what that goes with what you said earlier, trust. You you, you have to trust to let go and let God so the word of God can speak in your life. You know, you, you can speak things into existence if you believe. Like you know, manifest manifestation. Trust God, you know, when you speak it. But that
0: comes with having a relationship with
1: God. Well, yeah, this, you
0: know, we can't just be yeah, taking the Bible verses and saying, "But well, Lord, you said this." Well, yeah, I mean, dead, yeah. But do I even know you? Yeah, this,
1: this is all post, post relationship, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking on, on, you know, the people that, you know, meditate on the Word, read the Word, they're in fellowship every week, they're encouraging people throughout their day, strangers even, they are selfless people but yet the struggles of life are just other things just weighing them down they get discouraged like everybody else you're following christ you love them you love the word you have fear of the lord you're loving your neighbor as best you can you turn turning the other cheek when your enemies attack you and you pray and you wait and you believe and you meditate you got your prayer closet all set up but then something happens still to just trying to knock you down or almost knock you down and may have succeeded in knocking you down so that's who I'm speaking to. That's who I'm trying to encourage because those are the people that needs to be lifted up because those are, those are the people that's going out into the harvest. He said, Lord said, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are a few. Some of the laborers are getting weary. A lot of the laborers are giving up, leaving their churches, it, leaving their relationships, leaving their marriages. But,
0: but my opinion is that if you are continually going to the rock that is Christ, you know, it's when we start trying to do stuff in our own strength that we fail. And God says that we can ask him for wisdom. So even if you're in ministry, you have to—you still have to have the wisdom to know you need to rest. You need to spend time with your family. You need time to um, strengthen your relationships. And the Lord says, there's nowhere in the Bible, as the Lord says, if I call you, I expect you to work 24-7, 365 days a year. That is nowhere in the Bible. So with all things, we can ask him for wisdom. Acknowledge, Lord, I know that maybe you called me to be a leader. Give me the wisdom to do that. And he will. You know, the one who is stressing the importance of relationships is not going to be the same one that is putting you in a relationship to break all the relationships you have just because you're trying to serve him. That is not God. God is not a God of disorder. He is a God of order. So if you are in that situation, then you need to go back to the rock and ask the more guidance. With the, uh, that would be my suggestion because we are human. And yes, as humans, we all get tired. But again, if we're finding that these leadership roles... That we feel like we've been placed in have now become unbearable. Maybe we need to look and see, Lord, am I trying to do this in my own strength and not looking for your wisdom and your guidance and how to do it? Well,
1: a lot of us, that would be a lot of my us, suggestion. A lot of us just need to be reminded to go to the rock of ourselves. Yes. You know, it's, it's a lot of times it's just, uh, your enemy just means to beat you over your head so you will forget to go to the rock just keep throwing bombshell after bombshell after bombshell at you where you're confused and you actually forget wait there's someone I can call that told me these things will happen that, but he's gonna fix them for me as long as I call on him and we just have to be reminded you know to go to the rock when these things happen in our lives I mean they're gonna happen you know no relationship is perfect nothing is perfect I, I deserve it, in
0: fact it, it is a process you know, and that's why, you know, once you accept that great invitation, now you are a baby Christian. Just like you are a baby person, you are learning. You're learning how to walk in that relationship to God. You're learning how to live in that relationship with God. You are learning how to use that relationship to enhance all your other relationships. So you are learning. Nobody says that once you accept Jesus Christ as Lord, that you will no longer have any problems. The word does the, the word doesn't even say that. But what he does say is that you will have, you will have trials and tribulations doesn't say, you will live happily forever. He says, you will have trials and tribulations, but I will be with you through them all. No matter what they are, he will still be there. So again, it's going to the rock. Just like you are establishing and growing in your relationship with God, you're also growing in the relationship with that person that you have accepted, accepted an invitation to, whether it's the first date or continuing to date or marriage proposal, whatever invitation you have accepted you are now having to learn how to grow in that relationship. And that's not an easy process because you're dealing with, again, two individuals with individual thoughts, individual desires, individual hopes, individual dreams, individual expectations. And now you're trying to mail those together so that the two of you can function as a couple, as units, as one.
1: Correct. Well, you know, we serve, we serve a mighty God, King of King, Lord of Lord. We have to be. It's a shame that we have to be reminded of that. And I don't. I'm not being, trying to be cruel about it, but you know, it is. Even myself. So to get to the point, why am I letting this bother me? Or why am I letting that bother me? Or why do I? Why am I behaving like there's no solution? There's no grace. There's no mercy. There's no God. The fact that I'm going through something shows that I'm alive and God has a plan for my life. Because so I'm going through something, I'm still here. I'm discouraged, which we all are going to get weary. That's why His words say, no, don't be weary and well-doing. If you faint not, you know, if you trust him,
0: you will reap. You will reap if
1: if you faint Mm not. So.
0: So as we enter this holiday season, season of the year where, unfortunately, a lot of surveys have indicated that this is a time where people are the most stressed. This is the time when there are more suicide committed. I would just suggest to our listening public. That they consider accepting the greatest invitation of all, accepting Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, depending on their sin, submitting to him as their Savior and King. And then see the wondrous things that God will do in your life, because he knows the plan that he has for you. And they are plans not to harm you, but plans to give you a hope and a Jeremiah. Yes, 29. I want to say it's verse 15, but don't hold me to that. (laughs)
1: It's verse 14,
0: 14. So... Because life is hard, and we were not meant to do it on our, none of us. So the first step to all that happiness that you seek lies in the living God. It really does. And then getting into his word, which will then tell you just how valuable, just how important you are to him. So if you're out there feeling like nobody cares, nobody loves you, nobody wants you, you don't have anything to live for, then I would say turn to the one who created it all and who created you who knew you even before you were in your mother's womb? who loves you so much that your name is tattooed on the palm of his right hand and that he is indeed holding you by his righteous right hand. I would say go to the Bible and read the wonderful things that God says about you, that you are wonderfully and masterfully made. So you don't have to believe any lies that anybody else says about you. Because at the beginning and the end of the day, I know that I am loved by God. I know that I am beautifully and wonderfully made. I know that he has good plans for my life. I know that he will cause everything I set my hands to, to prosper. Again, as I lay these plans, I to submit our plans to him. And then he will order our And watch your life be changed. So...
1: hey, love the word. You preached this morning.
0: Well, it was my intention just to share my heart with people.
1: Considered your heart share.
0: Join us again for another transparent, exciting and opinionated episode of Relate with Miss Lisa and Ruben. Okay family. Happy dating and date. Happy Happy Thanksgiving.